Comedians of Wrestling, the podcast where comedians dissect wrestling to an unhealthy degree. I'm your host, the host with the most viral stand-up about professional wrestling and a stand-up special all about professional wrestling that you can watch free right now at adultwrestlingfan.com. Tell your friends, Dan Black, a.k.a. Dunsky Blackamora, a.k.a. Donnie Wrestling. Donnie Wrestling, a.k.a. Donnie Capri from that time I went to Italy, a.k.a. Tanakatsu Tony, the Patreon Don, a.k.a. Don Strawman, a.k.a. the modern day goof. Thanks for nothing. You're dismissed. Bye-bye. WWE Champion Jinder <laughs> Coming at you like Cleopatra, baby, baby. Gabba, gabba, wee. Gabba, gabba, wee. Gabba, gabba, gabba. Yeah. Gabba, gabba, wee. Gabba, 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 wee. Coming at you like Cleopatra, baby, baby. It's Becky Lynch. Oh, yeah, baby. Is she going to get arrested? Is she going to be just taken to the back? Have a panini. Who knows? Becky Lynch coming at you. Three, one, six. Baby, baby, baby. The girl. She's mine. And uh, uh, uh. <coughs> Shock the system. She's fine. The only podcast that has edited the Shock the System intro from the Undisputed Era. Welcome to the Comedians of Wrestling Podcast. <laughs> uh, uh, we are back in action for your satisfaction with all of our spicy, spicy wrestle. Mania, road to, road to Calmania reactions. Let's just get right into the spiciness right now, because I feel like, honestly, I felt like I woke up today, I felt a little bit in the... Your next stop, the Jabrones. I felt a little bit in the Jabron zone, but now I'm, oh, once I get in studio, I mean, I'm in the spice zone. Let's, I mean, just to solidify it and kick it off, let's yeah, get there. I think, you know, sometimes, oh, oh yeah. what flavor is that? Lime! Oh my god. <laughs> Shuts your home. Unbelievable. To my front. Yeah, let's introduce him. You guys know him. You love him. Alex Newmanhagen. <laughs> I gotta say, used to be able to do that. Cigarettes have rendered that impossible. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. How are you, baby? I'm good. All right, man. Uh, hey, Daniel, that was <laughs> the longest intro I think we've ever done. Yeah, Two well, minutes and 40 seconds. Anosh? Shut your I'll keep my records to myself. Absolutely. Yeah, one okay. More of these here. We got cookies in studio. Anyway, we got cookies in studio. All right, look, we got a lot to get into. We're fucking full on in the spice zone. But listen, we are on the road to WrestleMania. We are now officially, how many weeks away from WrestleMania at this point? 
Four. Uh, I mean, and how many podcasts? Four or five eps? Well, I mean, uh, yeah. I mean, not a lot at all. One, two, three, four, five podcasts away from that's how we measure time here. <laughs> podcasts, right? Yeah. The five. podcast is fifty. Uh, the year is fifty-two podcasts long. Yeah, uh, we have five, five, 52 podcasts long every Wednesday coming at you. Anyway, uh, uh, we are five podcasts away from cow mania and WrestleMania. I mean, we are in it. We're fully in the mix. Remember, hey, uh, uh, our live show, the Comedians of Wrestling live show, cow mania, the event, the event of the year. I mean, yeah. the, the culmination of a year of cow. Uh, is Saturday, April 6th, 4 p.m. at Improv Asylum. You can get your tickets right now. Special guest on the show, Dolph Ziggler. The Dolph Ziggler will be there in the flesh. We're going to have other special guests, too. Tons of surprises. All awesome stuff. Going to be a great show. Um, and uh, you can get your tickets right now. Uh, go to Improv Asylum uh, website. Uh, improvasylum.com. Check out their NYC events page. You can pick up tickets on there right, right now. They're not. Ex- they're 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 fucking cheap, man. Mm-hmm. For a live show that has Dolph Ziggler on it, uh, there's no drink minimum anything. But they do have a full bar. You can pregame drink. We're steps away from ROH. Literally five blocks away from the ROH show, which a bunch of us will be going to. Mm-hmm. Going to yeah. be a great time. This theater is so conveniently located. It's yeah. insane. It, yeah, it's right by Penn Station. It's right by the ROH show. It's it's ideal. Yeah, uh, and it's an amazing theater. It has a great energy. The best theater in Manhattan, if you ask me. Um, the best space. Mm-hmm. I don't know about the... Yeah. <laughs> I can't vouch for anything else. <laughs> as a matter of fact, I, I, I would go as far to say that nothing happening on that stage is probably any good besides our show. <laughs> right? Yeah, I mean, I'd take that bet. Uh, hopefully they don't hear that, but hey, whatever. I'd take that bet. Um, sure. But uh, you can get your ticket. Oh, if you can't, uh, you can check out our socials. Uh, uh, you can check out my at Dan Black Attack, my Instagram. Uh, there's a link there in my bio there. Classic Lincoln bio scenario. Uh, check out our Twitter at Cow Podcast. There's tons of links all over the place. But you're for, if you're a hard URL guy, uh, open up uh, open up your Internet Explorer. <laughs> Go to tiny.cc slash cowmania. Tiny.cc slash cow mania. Uh, um, great. So you can get tickets for that now. We're selling a bunch of them. Guys, uh, Ziggler's been announced on the show, so jump on them. Don't don't wait, yep. okay? Don't put me in the awkward scenario where you're like, I didn't buy them because, because why? <laughs> I gave you enough of a jump. Uh, check that out. Also, guys, we're looking to get on the part of the road to Calmania and the road to WrestleMania, we're looking to get our rate and subscribes up, okay? Right now we have, I think, 212. All right. 212. We got way more listeners. A lot of you taking us for granted because this is free. Take out your Apple phone right now because I know most of you are listening on an iPhone and just scroll down and hit five stars, write a review. But there's incentive here, okay? And some of you have done it already. And this Saturday, I'm going to be going to the post office and mailing a bunch of stuff. I owe you guys some gifts. I haven't forgot about any anyone or anything that I owe people. I got a whole box, everything very organized. Uh, but go on there and write your name in your review. Give us five stars, write a great review, and write your name and I'll reach out to you and I'll get your uh, uh, information because uh, I'm going to be selecting great reviews top reviews some of the best I'm going to uh, uh, and giving out free 
Lauren Moran prints wow. and artwork and stickers. Yeah. Uh, if you haven't seen her art, she made the best Becky, the iconic Becky 316 drawing yeah. of Becky with blood on her face. That is all, it's better than all the Becky merch that's on. I see it. Shop I, I see it whenever I watch Raw or SmackDown. At least three people have the shirt on with her, yeah. her image. Right. Uh, also, check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash comedians of wrestling for tons of bonus episodes. I know you're sitting down at the Huggy Shop right now and you're like, I want more content. Listen, we got tons of content on there. Go on there, support this show. Uh, 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 and and uh, yeah, we've hit a goal uh, where I owe you guys a giveaway. Uh, that's going to be coming at you, coming at you. Uh, uh, gabba, 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 we got. If I say coming at you, I gotta gobble it up. Uh, that's gonna be coming at you. But our bonus episodes, we got a bunch of different. We got uh, interview with Nicole Byer, interview with Cole Cabana. We got a Patreon movie dissection. We saw Fighting with My Family. We review that. And hey, we got a new episode out today. Patreon.com slash comedians of wrestling movie dissection of Skyscraper featuring The Rock. And we got Sarah Claspell coming back in. It's her set. I think she said it's her favorite movie. Oh, boy. <laughs> uh, 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 so we're gonna be doing that. So look, tons of stuff going on. Uh, and, and we're gonna get into it now. Look, before we get into all the happenings on uh, on on Raw and SmackDown, I mean it's it's kind of insane. I got a lot to say. I got so many notes. We got so many cash-ins. I'm gonna try to get all the cash-ins today. Uh, we got to talk a little bit about this Letterman situation. Oh God. Yeah. So, uh, uh, I have not heard this yet, but. Anosh has got a copy. He was in touch uh, with my mom, gave my mom the technology to do this. We had Letterman, uh, 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 Newman suggested maybe I reach out to uh, Letterman's mom. My mom called Letterman's mom and to encourage him to, uh, get, you know, handle the situation. And uh, hopefully this will push him to give me the title shot. So let's, let's listen to that now. And... Uh, See what happens here, okay? For new listeners, by the way, I got to lay this out. We get new listeners daily. Ex-sponsor of the show, Adam Letterman. He was the sponsor. If you go back a bunch of episodes, you'll see. I was doing reads for his law firm at the top. He was sponsor of the show. Me and him got into a bit of a tiff. I didn't like the way he was doing business, the way he was treating us, speaking to us. And then he attacked me and stole the cow title, the cow heavyweight championship title. And uh, I've demanded it back from him, and then... I came to terms with the fact that I'm happy to earn it back. I'll be the bigger man. I made him the champion, and I've issued a challenge for him at Calmania Saturday, April 6th, in front of Dolph Ziggler, that I'm going to wrestle him for that title and win it back. And he is not granting me this. So my mom, I had him reach out to his mom like Northeastern mothers do, and uh, let's hear it. Mrs. Letterman, are you there? It's Sherry Black. Yeah, I'm here. Hello? I'm here. You're here? You're sure you're there? Yeah. Hi, uh, it's right. Sherry Black. I'm Dan's mom. Yeah, I know who you are. Dan Black's mom. Uh-huh. And I'm calling, you know, I'm calling because your son, you know your son? Oh, believe me, I he think I know has, my son pretty well. He has the title belt, that's right. Uh-huh. And we want it back, you oh, know? You uh, yeah. These boys, they got caught up in this silly podcast, some kind of a, like a sponsorship your son thought he had, a misunderstanding. 
just a misunderstanding. Is that what you have to just, I want to tell you, listen. Uh-huh. You, you know, you just listen. Uh-huh. Mom to mom, okay? Maybe we can talk, okay? Because we want it back, okay? And I don't want any more of this violence. Your son... He's got to stop this. This is we got to have peace here. No more violence. Okay, you hear me, Sherry Black? I hear you loud and clear. Okay, and I know exactly. I know exactly who you are. Okay, you want to know the difference between your little son and my son? Do you want to know? Yeah, you tell me. Oh, I'll tell you. My son is a goddamn winner. He's a champion. He's a champion. You know how proud I am of my son? You know how proud I am? A champion of what? Oh, a champion of what? Yeah, Yeah, what your son did to my son, okay? Oh, please. Terrible. Oh, terrible. terrible. You You know what's terrible? Being 35 years old, being a talentless, titleless loser, wannabe comedian. You know how much my... You know how much... You better stop right now. You know how much Adam... Pulls down Who a year. Are you in Oh yeah, <gasps> believe me. Yeah, I'm, I tell you. And you're lucky there's a river. Loser. There's a you're you lucky there's a river separating us. Lady. Oh, I'm watching it. I'm you watching know, it. You're a sick woman. Oh, you know what? And oh, I'm proud of my son. Uh, yeah, well, okay? that makes one person you know in the whole what world. My son has done. Uh, <laughs> lose? I don't know. What has your son done? And nothing? Oh, I don't know. I couldn't tell you. Okay, why don't you try to just shut it a little, lady, you know? Uh-huh. Try to listen to someone. Okay. Okay? My son, you know, my son, the famous Dan Black, he donated a wrestling memorabilia to a classroom. Okay? He's amazing. Your son, he's just an ambulance chaser. That's right. Oh. An ambulance chaser. Wow. Oh. Wow. Nothing to be proud of. My okay? son, an ambulance chaser. My son, he's a champion. Oh yeah, my son. That's my son too. Oh, hey, you stay the hell out of this, buddy. This is for woman. Richie, it's not for you right now. I'm dealing with his mother. Okay. Oh, oh here we go. Oh, my son is a championship chaser. You understand that? He's a championship. He might be chaser. a champion, but mine's a cow champion. A cow champion. Listen to yourself. A cow champion. You're comparing him uh, to an animal that way. I'm going to kick your son's tuchus, okay? Oh! 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 Well, it's... Ooh. Listen I'm to me. I'm you, no more violence, okay, Miss Hoboken? Oh, Sherry, you think you've seen violence? You ain't you seen nothing yet. Hoboken. Oh, believe me, I'm going to stay in Hoboken. And, and, and I'm not going over to where you... I don't even want to say the word. It sounds dirty coming out of my mouth. Listen! It's not going to happen, okay? Your son... Listen, who are they can hear you all the way uh, in uh, Europe. I'm telling you, what a what a mouth you got. Oh, you, oh, yeah, they can hear me all the way in Europe. Europe, I'm surprised Listen, you know that word from Saturday Long Island. April, this is all about Saturday, April 6th. 6, oh, Saturday, okay? April 6th. It's not going to happen. Your son isn't getting near my son. And as a matter of fact, next week on the podcast, my beautiful, gorgeous, rich, successful son who I love and kiss on the mouth will announce who will get the first cow heavyweight championship title shot at Lettermania on Saturday, April 6th at Stout Bar on this podcast. Anyway, thanks for nothing. You're dismissed. Well, you you put that in your lasagna. We're going to get the title. Goodbye. 
Wow. I mean, I don't even know. What I don't. I, I don't even know. That got Whoa. heated fast, mm. and uh, I mean, so much the process. Frankly, that was kind of disturbing for me to hear yeah. my own mother. Uh, and Adam Letterman, the mom, just just go, just go at it. It kind of shows the destruction of this whole thing. But I mean, that aside, uh, it sounds like Adam Letterman is going to be announcing the fate of the cow title here on the podcast next week, uh, which we have to allow him to do that because we got to know where yeah. the title is going. So I guess we're going to be hearing who's going to be getting a title shot at uh, at Stout at Lettermania. Uh, it's ridiculous. Yeah, Whatever. I mean, I, I'm at a loss for words. I just can't wait to put this behind us and I gotta figure this thing out. Like, I don't know. All right, we got to. We have to do. Yes. This is a wrestling. This is a pro wrestling podcast. Yes. <laughs> Let's. Uh, uh, we'll hear from Letterman next week. All right. You know, for better or for worse, I don't know. Maybe the title will have to go to somebody else. And then I could win it back from them. And I, I, you know, I don't know. All right, look, look, we're wasting time. I'm sorry to the new listeners. We're, we're going to talk about Raw and SmackDown. But before we do that, let's uh, talk about something a little more positive. Yeah. Um, I want to say a great thing about this community, okay. right? So, you know, I donated the chair to Corey uh, Silverback Pendleton, yeah. right? Listen, like three or four episodes back, I interviewed him on the show uh, for being a hashtag adult wrestling fan. For my stand-up special, adultwrestlingfan.com. Uh, Check it out. Watch it for free. Uh, <laughs> um, I might as well plug it, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's my podcast. I'm like, hey, why don't I plug it? But I, um, I was starting to think the adult wrestling fan movement where we're loud and proud adult wrestling fans. And, you know, part of that is just small things, which is like I rock a wrestling shirt. Every day, at least every day we record this podcast, I'm rocking, rocking merch. Yeah. You know, I come in. That's where I, I, I let it fly, um, I, and I and I wear it in my regular day, regular day life. But I'm looking for extraordinary examples of people who are living the movement of the hashtag Adult Wrestling Fan movement, where we accept that Adult Wrestling Fan is ex not only an extremely valid form of entertainment, uh, but is uh, maybe one of the best. Yeah, and nothing you should be ashamed of. People are legitimately embarrassed to admit that their close friends. How much they like wrestling, and they live in the shadows while their friends are watching fucking sports <laughs> that uh, 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 that are frankly uh, boring. Yeah. but it's fine. You can like sports, just don't shit on what we like. Yeah, they're f it's like sports are fixed anyway. You just don't get any of the other cool stuff you get with wrestling. That's true. So anyway, um, uh, yeah. So anyway, I, I donated. I, I mail. Uh, 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 I mail in him a uh, a Royal Rumble commemorative chair yeah. now by the way i have two more and i just i i haven't nothing has drawn me no one has made a gesture big enough especially compared to this to draw me in where i'm like yo that yeah. is you're living the hashtag adult wrestling fan life but i'll see it and there's yeah. no rush to mail these chairs i still got them uh the, and uh they only get cooler as time goes by but so anyway i mailed him the chair i thought that was really nice i interviewed him on the show he's in his classroom uh using his love of professional wrestling to teach and inspire children. And it's going amazingly. Yeah. So the cow community, right? Cause we have a great community. A lot of that takes place on our Facebook page. Community's wrestling Facebook page where you talk about wrestling at four, four in, in the, the morning. morning. Uh, 
the we uh, 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 the group self organized and mailed three replica titles, crowdfunded to mail him three because he had the plastic cheap ones. Right, three replica titles. I think one of them's the NXT. I don't even know what they what they are. The U.S. I think it's the U.S. title and yeah. the NXT title. And these are like to the his metal, classroom, like the metal, like yeah. replicas. Yeah. yeah, like the heavy duty replicas. Yeah, uh, mailed them to him and. Uh, I just want to say it's fucking awesome. Yeah. You know, it's amazing. This community. Uh, look, we gave them the chair, which I mean, I did. I, it's kind of like, you know, this is like my show. And uh, I, I didn't expect the community to go above and beyond like that. So I think that's just amazing. It's a perfect example of what the kind of energy that we're creating around this podcast. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so, you know, uh, yeah, that, that was amazing. The next thing is uh, another thing. Jabroni at Corey Brown pointed out that like we have at this point we have at most shows we got like at least one cow member yeah. on the ground yeah like if you're in the Facebook group there's not that many shows that are not somebody rocking a cow shirt like just being like yo front row ring of honor or yeah. whatever you know what I mean yeah it's fucking awesome that we got uh we got correspondence yeah the uh it's like the cow diaspora. Yeah, yeah, I loved it. Yeah, I think we should uh, maybe we should introduce kind of like a correspondent element to it. Oh, it's like yeah. a jabroniac on the ground. Yeah, I have a few people in mind that would be good uh, candidates. Uh, I think it would just be anyone listening who's there. <laughs> That's what the cash is about. Yeah, we got to run background checks and like make sure that. They're... So anyway, um, um, Uh, I got a text from Shebs. It says, not sure if you're recording right now, <laughs> but he says, but the fucking coolest thing possible. And then that's it so far. Oh boy. Would be Roman Reigns costing <laughs> Seth the title, this mania. I mean, that is true. Yeah. <laughs> but guys, that gives you a little insight into what my life is. <laughs> And now I got this iWatch. Yeah. And since I got this watch, it's coming in all the time. And sometimes my my, my it'll be facing my wife. Yeah. And just the text pops up, and it's just like she's like, "Oh, Roman Reigns, you got a Roman Reigns text right now." <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh, 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 Sheps goes like Rollins has Brock dead to rights, and Roman takes him out, and Lesnar retains. Uh, <laughs> oh, okay. He. That also some insight into Shabiro's mind. Yeah, to him, he wants everybody to turn e evil. The coolest thing possible to him is the thing that pisses uh, eighty thousand people off at once. Right, right, right. I don't. You know, I mean, I think that people will boo, but they'd be happy to be like, boo. We can finally boo you. Oh yeah. Uh, uh, but we'll. we'll We'll, uh, I don't think we're getting that. Yeah, we'll see where that goes. Anyway, that was totally impromptu, but we got uh, uh, so that. This community is just amazing. Yeah. So anyway, I know this Letterman thing's been kind of a, uh, it's been in the way here and uh, clouding us, but uh, it's important for me to get this cow title back. So anyway, so let's get into uh, let's get into some spiciness from this week, some Raw SmackDown stuff. What do you, what do you say, Newman? Uh, how about it? Yeah. That's always what you say. That's all you say. As a matter of fact, it's all you say to me. Yeah. Is how about it? How about it? I wish it is. It's from. I, I hesitate to say where it's from because I, I want somebody to figure it out and maybe we can send them a sticker or something. How about it? Yeah, how about it? You know what it's from? Yeah, I got it from some some. Oh, buddy. you know, and yeah. you're like, oh, maybe we have a sticker. Yeah. All right. It's well, a wrestling. It's wrestling it. related. So anyway, let's talk about this week in uh, professional wrestling. I think it's pretty interesting because I actually was on the Facebook page and um, I. Uh, 
had some like healthy disagreements with some people about um, the Becky storyline right now. So I, I felt a little frustrated by the raw writing. Now, I just want to say before I get into the points, I think everybody kind of on the Facebook page brought up some good points that made me feel better about it. Right. You know, and I was like, that's kind of the beauty of this community is that we're not arguing and trying to prove our point. And see, I don't, uh, someone said this to me, Anthony King said this to me, one of my, uh, 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 one of my first improv teachers, one of my greatest improv teachers, amazing writer, um, an improviser. He, he, uh, he said, I have, uh, he said, I have strong opinions held loosely. Yeah. And I feel like that really stuck with me where I'm like, here's what I think. And that's part of the problem with the internet in general is that you write something and it feels militant, right? It's like, here, if you write your opinion and it's strong, you feel like an asshole <laughs> and you can read it like an asshole. Right. So when I write, like the writing was bad on raw this week. That's, again, an opinion. That's a strong opinion that I'm holding loosely. And so I felt like my opinion on this, what I what I was frustrated by was my frustration is that the winning the Royal Rumble match feels like it doesn't matter mm -hmm. when Becky has to be on fast lane re-earning her shot at WrestleMania. Yeah. Now, my feeling on that is the Royal Rumble to me is like, Iconic. The Royal Rumble is, and and the stipulation wasn't always you get a title shot at WrestleMania. I know that it has been for the title in the past. It was when Triple H won it, when Ric Flair won the title. Uh, so we've seen that we've seen like a break from the traditional stipulations of the Royal Rumble. And I and actually I think booking it going forward, they probably should have at least one of them for a title or for a shot at Fastlane. Right. You know, I think that was a point that uh, Jabroniak Dan Bauman brought up on the Facebook page um, that I thought was a good point, which is like, we have this fast lane coming up. Like, maybe that's where it goes. If we're going to have two and a half months or whatever between Royal Rumble, there's a lot of shows. There's right. a lot of time, especially if Becky's on both shows. But my point was like, I think the Royal Rumble is so fucking important. You know, uh, the reason I look forward to it, I call it like my wrestling Christmas. Is because like winning it and getting that title shot, like it 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 means something. Mm -hmm. So when it's not even addressed, I had to think about what my problem was. Everybody, everybody made great points. They're like Becky's actions led her to lose that lose that title shot, but that's never really been explicitly said on the show, you know. And mm -hmm. for me, you could argue, well, they don't have to lay that out. I mean, if she's getting suspended, you when you're, it's like when you're, hey, when you're in jail, you don't get to vote. Right. Right? Like, right. you don't get all the rights of being out of prison. Um, so you could make it like, oh, well, do we need that little bit of nitty gritty? Do we need that much ex exposition? I guess through my filter, I'm like, oh, the winning the Royal Rumble is so important. Mm -hmm. It literally is making it, you know, it bumps you up so much that it should be laid out. You know, yeah. that it should be. And I think like what my problem, and eventually I think everybody's points are, okay, uh, 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 was valid. It is valid that it's like she needs to be reinstated. My problem is that it's, there's a sloppiness to it all, to the whole Becky storyline right now, which is, I think it all boils down to Vince's extremely loose involvement here. His, like where, what is, Who's Becky's problem with right now? I guess it's with Rhonda and Charlotte. Right. So, but why is Rhonda? 
her big problem should be with Vince, right? Right. M- even more right. than than Ronda Rousey. Like, what is she mad at Ronda Rousey for at this point? Hmm. I think the fact that I even <laughs> I, have these to are think thinkers, about it. right? Yeah, yeah, like yeah. these are actually thinkers, and we're so close to WrestleMania, and maybe to someone else they're not. To me, I'm trying to think about the conflict. Now, you could argue that, like, ooh, that's like how Game of Thrones is complicated, like that, and layered. But really, Vince came out and said, like, you're the man, right? If it tracks to the Let's say Austin. It's like you think you're the man, but I'm the man. Right. But and then he disappears. He he makes it. Oh, here's Charlotte Flair. And then your problems with Charlotte Flair. So your whole problem is with the front line of the battle, not the king and the tower. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. It's like and heaven, then it's yeah. about like, oh well, I'll go after like, and then um, Becky is just like, whatever. I beat you at, at Royal Rumble. I'll do it again. No, you like she's the hero. She'd be like, I already earned my title mm-hmm. shot. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I think this a lot of this probably has to do with the fact that like even going back as far as when Becky uh Becky 316 happened, I don't think they were anticipating pushing her this far or this hard. Right. And I think they're sort of now they're probably even like, "Oh fuck, WrestleMania is in 4 weeks." Right. And uh, what do we how do we generate heat? Oh, take her out of the match and put her back in. like they're just trying to figure out a way to like make this thing make sense now that they haven't really even anticipated having to do it. Yeah. To me, it's like, look, it's going to be fine. Right. These wrestlers are going to, they're so good, they're going to recover. Ronda's going to come out at Fastlane and make sure that Ron, that Becky wins because she wants to wrestle Becky. You know what I mean? Right. So she'll get involved. It's a great way to make that happen. And Ronda going apeshit this week was great, and we'll talk about that next. But I really want to hyper-focus on this, on the Becky angle of this, which is, uh, like, it, Charlotte was just put in. Right? Like, what was the reason? Is it, the reason for that was big, hey, your actions, I don't like your attitude. Right. So I'm going to put Charlotte in here. Because she stays in her lane. Right. We don't even have the face of the company logic. They're they're worried about repeating that Randy Orton thing, which is like, you're just not the face of this company. Right. Like, Randy Orton is the face of the company. They're not saying that, right? Right. Uh, it's just like something Vince wanted. And then they're what they're doing that annoys me is ignoring the Rumble win. Right. You know, like yeah, Ron, well, like Becky should just be like, all right, well, if I'm reinstated, I won the Royal Rumble. Are you saying your marquee event doesn't mean anything? Right. But she's like, all right, fine, I'll do it, recklessly going along with that, which is not like, uh, there's 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 logic missing. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like yes. this, that it's it's frustrating. Right. And it just feels like every like week to week they're figuring out stuff that they should be have mapped out perfectly. You know? Yeah. And they're making it so overcomplicated. I I find it very I just feel like it's it's very frustrating. And we're not seeing Vince enough for him to be this involved in 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 the tweaks. Now, you make the argument Vince is always has his hand in it, but do you even see Vince's Stephanie as like a hand of Vince? Cuz it feels like they're kind of some weeks they're in line with each other. Yeah. So this week Stephanie literally just says and I meant to listen back to the exact wording, which was like, well, all right, so you're coming to take your title back? Okay, well, because of that, like, I need a, I still need an event. Uh-huh, right. Like, so I still need a match. So, you know what? If if I'll make it Becky, and if Becky loses, that's it. She didn't even say, look, Becky, because Ronda is, all. Oh, this is all they need to say. Because Ronda, we need Ronda, okay? Mm-hmm. She's the face of the women's division and the champion. We need her. Against my better judgment, mm-hmm. I'm going to reinstate you. Okay? 
and you just have to sign this waiver. And then you sign the waiver and you go, <laughs> and then, yeah, why wouldn't she just have the title shot at Mania? She know. won the Royal Rumble. Right. Right? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Who knows? I mean, like... Is this, this just where, me or not? No, but this is where we get into an aspect of wrestling where it's like, the only answer is that, like, there's some there's some detail that's like behind the scenes or, or something that's happening that we're not privy to why decisions are being made. Right. On some level, it's like, why doesn't Bray Wyatt ever get pushed? It's like, well, maybe there's like a fucking blood feud between the Rotundas and the McMahons. Like, who knows what fucking weird politics are going on with right. Ric Flair's daughter uh, and Ronda Rousey. Like, who knows? Right. And, and maybe we're seeing the, like, and this is just speculation, uh, but, like, maybe we're seeing the reason it seems so weird and disorganized is because it's the reasons they're giving us aren't the real reasons. Like, backstage, there's some reason why all this is just so difficult to fucking put together. Right. I, um, I got to cash in on this, so I'm going to play it because I, I, I got to hear other angles here. Yeah. Because everybody on the page seems kind of cool with all this. To me, I feel like the storytelling is so... I don't even. I don't know like who's mad at everybody. All I know, all I know is like, all right, they're they want they're they're trying to make this triple threat happen. That's all I know. That's it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Let's hear this, Cashin. Hey, Cow Nation, what's going on? This is Braddy Mac, the, the producer, Jabroniac, <laughs> with a uh, Cashin regarding uh, the women's uh, situation with Ronda Rousey and Becky Lynch. And Charlotte Flair. Um, until Ronda came in and interrupted the whole affair, Flair was going to fight Becky, two SmackDown wrestlers, for the Raw Women's Championship. <laughs> yeah. I really like that the WWE is just testing the limits of, of storytelling and not having any confines of everything. And it's story-based, and it, it somehow makes sense. But those are SmackDown uh, wrestlers, superstars, competing on Raw, showing up on Raw forever, but not competing per se. But they were about to compete for the belt. Uh, with the upcoming uh, SmackDown going over to uh, Fox, is this representative of how they're going to use uh, storylines and how they're going to use uh, players? Uh, it's suspect, though, that it's showing up on Raw exclusively. Is that going to remain where Raw is the dominant brand. Um, just want your feedback regarding that. Uh, keep killing it, guys. Uh, cheers up. Cheers up. Cheers up. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, here's the deal. I truthfully don't care about... Look, you're, you're right, though. You're, I, sh I should care about this. Being on what brand, it should, it should matter, right? But it doesn't matter in the... The, there's a precedent that if you win a title, no, I, this I think this is done fine. I think I have no problem with this. Becky won the Royal Rumble and she wanted to go after Ron, uh, Ronnie and she had beef with Ronnie and she, that's where she chose to go. It's precedented you choose who you want to fight. So she went over and then Vince decided that Charlotte Flair is injected into the storyline. So now they're on both shows. So I think it's fine. I have right. no problem with that. Uh, but I did think about the I did. I did, did, did. Whoa, hey. Uh, <laughs> I'm putting myself in the jabron zone for that. Um, can we edit that out, Adosh? No? Okay. All right, it's unfortunate. Anyway. Shock. 
so I think that I I did think I had the same thought about the brand split where I was like, oh, I was like, fuck the brand split. This is fine. They're on. The, they're all on every show. It's fine. Yeah. Like I think that's the way to do it, right? Because if I don't know anything about this kind of stuff, and by the way, listen to other podcasts talk about business, but fuck. I imagine Fox is not going to be cool with like, hey, Roman, let's say Roman Reigns is the big guy. They're ch- and they're not going to be like, well, we don't care about having Roman Reigns. Right. So right. I imagine you're going to see more floating when they're on two different networks right. to keep one, one, one network happy over the other one. Right? right. If you have like Brock Lesnar's the champion on one show, they're, they're going to be like, well, we want Brock on our show also. Unless, right? I mean, unless <laughs> this is a completely tangential and a different conversation, but unless we start seeing like actual contract wars. Between right. wrestlers, where it's like, no, this is like the NBC Universal contract. This is the Fox Sports contract. Right. Like these we're are not going to see that. Oh, come we're on. not going to see. That. I come mean, on, I, I think that they could. There's potential for it, but yeah. th- that's going to take. Uh, uh, yeah, but so yeah. whatever. I'm I'm a little confused. I think actually all the logic is there, but the execution from week to week is very confusing. Yeah. You know, not to mention that R- Ronda has st- oh, so much trouble on the microphone. Yeah. That like what what she's doing is like a whole other fucking curveball mm-hmm. to the whole story. If if I could be an, a, a WWE apologist, yeah, for a moment, which you can be. Uh, thank you. Uh, I think what flavor is that? Lime. Okay. Duh. Uh, uh, <laughs> I know. I don't know. Why oh I, my I don't know why god. My next stop is the Jabron Zone. I think. Okay. I watched the first ep of Twilight Zone randomly. Like the first ep ever? Yeah. Yeah? Just like on, it's all on which Netflix, just it? randomly. It's when the guy is like in an abandoned town. Oh, I won't give this this thing on it, but it's great. Yeah. Anyway, go. No, yeah. So I think is it possible that like we're just so used to none of this making any sense, where there's like no logic, there's no preparation, there's no continuity, there's no uh, uh, care paid to the writing that we're getting something that's like seventy five to eighty percent of the way there. Well, well, I actually finally, heard that the the promos this week that Becky uh, it was written by Dana Warrior. Oh, it's what I saw. <laughs> no, no uh, I'm just kidding. Dana Warrior's you know on the creative team now. I've heard. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, which, it, it doesn't matter. You no, know I mean? yeah, but you know what I mean. It's like maybe so. It seems like the reason we're getting frustrated is because it's like you're so close to doing something that makes sense for once, and you're and it's kind of feels botchy where it's like what are they, what do we what what's the point? I think they don't like. I think they don't like if it feels like we're getting remotely ahead of it. Uh-huh. And that's where Vince is great. Like, in terms of storytelling, because look, all, all reports I hear is like, everything is Vince. Right. You know, they have writers. None of them can get through to him at all. Right. It's all Vince. He decides what he's doing. He comes in, changes it. This is what we're doing. That's it. Right? You know, it's classic. Right. So, uh, um, he... um. I think that he has a lot of success in curveballing us and a lot of success in he knows, oh, I don't make, I don't give the masses what they want. This is, these are great um, attributes of Vince, right. which is like mob, uh, uh, like, like, like I don't give the mob what they want. I'm, I'm in charge. I, I'm the, I'm the tastemaker. Right. Right. Like, and, and you guys, when you see the track, you go, I like that. Well, then I show you a different thing you didn't like that's more creative, and that's what makes us, you know? Right. And I think he has a lot of success for that. But I think right now, he uh, is right now just overthinking this stuff. Yeah. You know, like, it it, 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 it feels like it should have just been replace Charlotte and Ronda are going at it. Ronda's, like, upset about it, you know? 
And then whatever. Then she gets added back because of Ronda. Charlotte's already in there, and that's it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But this fast lane to have a match there, but and look, I can't, I couldn't believe when I heard this week was the go home show for Smack for for <laughs> yeah. fast lane. I was like, what? Yeah, and I was like, I can't, I only know one match. Yeah, this is the second interim pay per view in a row where I've been like, wait, that's this Sunday, right? It they there are so many of them. And by the way, before you guys go start going like, see, you doubted it. What's gonna happen is. Uh, Ronda will, uh, Becky will not get her title shot at, at, uh, uh, you know, th- I wouldn't be shocked if this happens where she doesn't get it. And then they spend four weeks getting it to her right. leading up to Mania. And then when she gets it, there's a big pop. Yeah. So you think it's going to happen at Fastlane. It no, doesn't. Yeah. And it'll work out. And it's, look, it's all going to work out. The women should still be main eventing WrestleMania. It's great. Becky's still doing, uh, great stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I, I also do though see the see the see the uh, reasoning behind thinking. Oh, we have we have you know so many weeks left. Right. Like w- maybe it is easier to keep throwing wrenches in it than it is to like just sit on what the story is. Right. But all they had to do it's a, the the, re- the the reality of the situation is that they're trying to not play classic authority, right. but they need to for the story they want to tell. Right? Like, yeah. the story they want to tell is exactly Randy Orton, WrestleMania 30 or whatever. Or is it 30 when, he, when Randy Orton's the face of the company? Yeah, because he has the two t- championships. Yeah. It's exactly that, which is uh, Vince doesn't see, doesn't like Becky's attitude. Doesn't see, actually, it's, it's like that with, instead of Daniel Bryan, Stone Cold. Right. Right. So it's like the rock stone. All right, this is a long walk, but yeah. whatever. You get, you get yes, it, okay? Yeah. All right, I'll put myself in. All right. Being prepared for a night she'll never forget. <laughs> uh, but uh, <laughs> like, uh, but what's happening is they're like, hey, I want Vince is saying I want Charlotte to be in the main event. Right. Look at her. She's a flair. Right. You know what? I don't even like you sound Irish. I don't like that. Yeah. Like what, whatever the fuck he thinks. You know what I mean? I don't like your accent. I don't like your attitude. You remind me of troubling uh, people who are hard to handle. You know? Yeah, 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 yeah. And 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 she's a star. You know? And then it's like you're going to get run. Like I can't. My main event match is going to be Charlotte Flair and Ronda Rousey because that's star power. Right. Right. Those are the faces of the company. And that's it, right? And then, and then, and then, maybe even dig the knife in a little deeper and be like, "You, you only got popular this year, right? Like they only started cheering you this year." Wait, you know what? So hold on, let me think about this. Why is this fucking hurt? anyway? Because uh, I like that it was like I put Charlotte in because I don't like your attitude, right? So that that makes it's like Charlotte goes in here, and you know what? I, I I'm putting her in here so that <laughs> this is complicated. It's just like why wasn't this just a one-on-one match? Right? Why? Why is Charlotte in this match? Just uh, so, yeah. just so they can main event it, right? All just right. so it could be definitively the last match, right? But yeah, then it's like, oh, I don't like your attitude. Then but Ronda, they had it great until this week, in my mind. Ronda is the re- puts the belt in the ring. I'm not in this match because right. I want to face Becky, right? And then. They're like, shit, we need you. Come back, come back. Add Becky back in. And then have a couple weeks where Ronda doesn't show up. Mm-hmm. And then maybe they're like, well, fast lane the matches for the title, which is what they did do. Yeah. 
Because the title's vacant right now, right? Ooh, guys, booking is hard. Yeah. <laughs> no, they did do that, and it was like, oh, I'm going to beat up. Oh, and then, but then why would, why would Beck? No, here's the problem. Okay. First off, the problem is that it shouldn't have been Vince and not Stephanie, because okay. Stephanie right now is not representing Vince. They're not together at all. We don't see that. So that's a problem is that Stephanie, her, her uh, uh, allegiance, because remember her and Vince were disagreeing, yeah. is confusing me. So that's one problem. They're ignoring the the Royal Rumble win altogether, which fine, I'll let go, but bothers me right. as a uh, a math man. I don't like that. Okay, uh, there has to be rules. It's like why I don't like when people come back from the dead in in show. Like right. not when it's like established as a thing. You know what I mean? But like fucking the end of Harry Potter. I'm like you guys. Uh, he's dead. Right. I don't. Oh, he comes back because of the power of love or no, no. Then <laughs> then what was the whole thing I watched? Right. I don't like that. Spoiler alert, by the way. That's fine. You're a little too late. I don't like that. But the other problem uh, uh, is that they were like, oh, shit, Ronda's not here. What do we do? Well, we need to figure out what to do. Why give it to Becky? The whole thi- the whole point of Ronda leaving was you're not giving me Becky like I want. I want to beat the shit out of Becky. Right. I'm sick of this company. I don't like this. And I like that. Like yo, she doesn't like pro wrestling. Yeah. But then she walks away, and then they give Becky the shot not to draw her back in. Right. That's what makes no sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I <laughs> Do see you see what, what I'm saying? saying? Yeah. And look, me thinking this out, I did it in real time on the podcast here. I know what bothered me, but I had to figure out all the ins and outs here. You see that booking is a complicated thing. Right. But this is a billion dollar company. Yeah. <laughs> like we've write sketches at UCB where we sit and think like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It makes no sense for Steph to be like, Rhonda's gone. What do we do? What's her want? Well, I guess she's gone. Well, maybe we'll have Becky wrestle. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously she's gonna come back. Yeah, and yeah. Like, that's what I wanted. Yeah. But then they don't even address that. They do, right? So then yeah. they go into a thing where uh uh Rhonda comes back, takes the towel, and they're like, Okay, well, fine. And she's like, but I, she's, fuck, I forgot the line that Steph said. She was like, well, I have to keep the ball rolling, essentially. And so, you know, and she's like, so at Fastlane, it's going to be these two, and I'll reinstate. Now, then Rhonda just flips and beats the shit out of Becky after she got exactly what she wanted. Wouldn't she beat up Steph? Yeah. The person you beat up is Steph was just like, Cut this shit out. I got what I wanted. So I didn't, I, you know, I don't understand it all. Yeah. So anyway, it will be fine. Right. And the reason it'll be fine for the, is because we'll accept it like we do every week. We go, okay, that's what they're doing. Great. Well, I'm excited to watch next week because I love WWE. I love these wrestlers. I love pro wrestling. I love, I love 90% of what WWE is doing. And we'll go, I got it. Ronda's kind of a heel now. This is what we're going with. But then next week, they'll make it inconsistent. And this is what they do. Remember the lead up of of Lesnar, Reigns? Yeah. And Reigns had the game, right? Which is the story. He had the thing going where he's not here. And he was getting heat. Yeah. He's not here. And then the next week, they went with beating up police, uh, U.S. Marshals. Right. Remember? Yeah. And then... uh, Oh, did didn't let oh Lesnar beat up Reigns while he was handcuffed like he's 
you know, like, oh, no, he's beating up our guy. And we're yeah. like, no, we were liking Reigns because he was there every week. Right. And they dropped, right? Yeah. So the inconsistency is very frustrating because of how serious we take it. Well, that's, the, I think, I think you had said that a good quality of Vince McMahon is that he seems to not give people what they want. Right. I think that's a bad quality. I think that. Well, he, I'm right though. Yeah, but he needs. And you're to, wrong. He needs to. Well, that's. I mean, that's just like your opinion, man. Uh, <laughs> that's just like <laughs> your opinion, man. Should that be a drop? Well, from the Lebowski. From Lebowski. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Is that a little corny? Is it a little cliche? Yeah, whatever. That's uh, fine. Anyway, I mean, yeah. I think that's just like your opinion, man. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, one of the best lines of all time. I use it every day. Yeah, uh, I love it. <laughs> uh, I think he needs to quote Anthony King again. Yeah. You need to give the audience. What they want, not what they expect. Right. And so to not give us what we want, you get stuff like uh Roman Reigns saying Brock Lesnar's never here, he's never here. And But at the expense of 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 sense right. is what Vince does. Right. So he'll Sorry, like, just, that, no, that's, like, that was the light bulb where it's like we're gonna get what we want, which is a fast lane, Rondo will come out and then Help Becky. Right. Because she's like, Cause I, I want to beat you up so bad that I'm going to help you. Right. And then that's what we want. But it's at the expense of sense. Yes. Of any kind of logic at all. <laughs> right. Right. This, this week made no sense. I'm yeah. sorry. I'll put the rumble thing behind, but it should be said, like, you know, just so you know, you lose your Royal Rumble rights for that suspension. Right. That's how suspensions work here. You don't get privileges for that. That's even heat for the crowd. Right. You'd be surprised. The this is one thing that happens when you do improv comedy. Uh, <laughs> let me hold on. <laughs> let me climb up in my tower. Yeah. Uh, Dan, I'm, I'm, Dan right, just I'm, put a black turtleneck on. Absolutely. A long cigarette. I'm going up in my tower. Are you guys? Seeing, I'm looking down there's, on your guys. A very here. high horse absolutely. galloping away. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> When you do improv comedy, you're making up comedy scenes yeah. on the fly, right? So you need to create a base reality for people to understand, for your joke to live in. Yeah. So you 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 realize early on that if my if what I'm doing doesn't make sense, if my scene doesn't make sense, people are like, "Oh, this is fun and weird." You can't tell a joke within something that doesn't make sense because they're not vested in it like it's real. They're right. Yeah. So th this is the mistake WWE makes all the time. It's like, uh, 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 you realize if you it only takes one sentence a lot of times to make something grounded right i've told you this a million times yeah. but like to make something work you're right you could be in like a uh 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 you you could have something crazy but you just need a line to say uh what's a good example of it uh which is like wh why um uh like uh, it, 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 it's basically like if you leave question marks right? i'm trying to explain it in a way that's not too yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. too i'm gonna give like it's gonna go too too improv. -y. I think people like that though. But uh, uh, it has to make sense. So, like, if you have a question mark, an audience, and they and and, and you're confused about it, the audience stays at the question mark, mm -hmm. and you don't answer it, they don't move forward. With comedy, they're confused, so they'll never be fully invested in the joke. Right. You know. So there's a lot of times in wrestling where they you just have to say one line a lot of times to un, to make something work. So let's say in a, uh, all right, let me let me think of an example here. Something that's like, uh, 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 go to a crazy place like heaven. 
Or no, if, if you're eating, okay, so I catch Dan, I catch you eating. Well, eating I, shit eating, is my thing. Yeah, yeah. That's the example I always give. I love that example. Oh, so I know, but uh, uh, okay, here, here's the power yeah. of words here. So if you say, um, uh, 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 yeah, this actually does work. Well, all right. If I there's a piece of shit on the ground, right. I pick it up and I eat it. Right. And I'm like, Dan, why are you eating that shit? Right. And I go, because I'm hungry. Right. And then we move on. Right. Audience is not with us. No. Why? Because hungry makes sense. Right. right. I, yeah, you would eat something, but it doesn't explain why you're eating shit. You have more questions. Yes. You're confused about the logic of the scene, right? Right. right. All right, this does work for this. I just thought it was too far, right? Yeah. Uh, uh, if I'm hungry, I eat. But then the question is, well, then why are you eating shit? Right. Yeah. So it's like, so then I go, oh, um, I, I, I go, uh, you go, why are you eating shit? And then I just go, uh, well, the last night I stepped in some toxic waste. Mm-hmm. And uh, since then, I've been hungry for shit yeah right can I, can I give you one right yeah go okay i'm ask me why i'm eating the shit why are you eating the shit uh well actually you know our bodies are really inefficient and so there's a lot of nutrients in this still so i get it i get the extra nutrients from the shit right and I, but i'd be like that's not true well i mean <laughs> that's not true Gary. Well, i stepped in i stepped and in I, some toxic i might say i might say that's not true i might be hey gary <laughs> gary you uh you lost your job again <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah, you know that I did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Times yeah. are tough. Hey, just, shit is free. It's okay. I can buy your food, man. You don't have to keep acting like you're okay. Right? So now yeah. we have a scene, right? That. So it makes sense. But right. you see that it takes work and sometimes one or two sentences to make stuff. WB tosses this. Even Vince, what frustrates me about current Vince is he comes out and he just goes, one, he just goes like, you know what? I'm doing this. It's Charlotte Flair. And then he's done. Like one he line. disappears. But yeah. you're like, we need more from you. Yeah. Even when he was telling Strowman, like, you're out here, I remember I was like, I need one more line. Like, one, lay this thing out. Even Make if it, it clear. Even if it was just like, if you're wondering why I'm doing this, look no further than her last name. Right. She's Charlotte Flair. She's in the match. Right. But actually, we don't even need that. Yeah. That's what uh, I mean. Like, it would be, that's even, that's even, like, extra. Um, we actually, we actually don't need that. Uh, 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 in this case, because we have the justification, which is you're, he's like, you think you're the man? Well, I'm the man. Well, the key justification for Vince's actions is I'm the man. But then we, that is the core of the scene. So the second we step away from that, which is the justification for the, for the unusual thing. Yes. Right. Yes, I see We it lose now. that. I and see now, now what WB is piles unusual on top of a usual, on top of unusual, and we accept it. As weeks go by, we just forget, we forget. Yeah. But this is why people are not vested. Yeah. They're not vested because it's not linear storytelling. And they just go, all right, that's cool. And then you start watching it for spots, right? You start just going. That's why you start watching. The, and this is why WB needs to nail this down. Uh, look, my buddy Dave Schilling's gonna start writing there. I know he can handle this. Yeah. Okay. Do you want to do you want to do a bad improv scene with the shit example? We can in a sec. Hold on. But I'm saying, uh, well, I mean, my example is shit like stepping in the toxic waste. Right. It's not great. But you didn't have any more questions. You go, right. oh, he's mutated. Right. It's not the, my favorite thing. It's not funny. It's not really grounded. Right. But do you have any more questions after that? Yeah. Uh, you might yeah. have more questions, but you understand it enough. Yeah. Uh, God, if we're getting into the whole thing, it's, I would, I this mean, is I why would writing is complicated. I would have it, questions, but, uh, you know, 
it's I right. Know, you yeah. have questions. You be like, where'd you? Where was the toxic waste? Blah blah blah. But we're talking about at the core of it. Those are what I call process wise. But if we're getting yeah. into like, wait, or if we're getting into the, does it make enough sense to move forward? Right. That's always the key in in improv for, for in my opinion when it comes to justification. And it's a fine line there. Yeah. And because you, you don't want to explain it away, and you don't want to. Yeah, you don't want to. And you want to play the idea, so yeah. you got to be. You know, WWE. The answer is ninety percent of the time, no. Right. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You're like, okay, so, and, and, right, so that's what they do. So right now it's like, you know what, uh, we'll have Ronda go bad. So the times, let's, okay, because this is what this podcast is becoming this week. Yeah. Uh, uh, and, and maybe I'm getting a little heated and emotional because of the thing I had with my mom earlier, but yeah. like, let's think about things that were successful recently, right? Becky Lynch is the most successful thing in WWE, recent WWE history, right? Yeah. Um, Becky Lynch said, um, Becky Lynch turned her heel turn. She turned on Charlotte Flair. Why? Because she uh, was always stealing her opportunities. And it, that's what was happening. Right. Right. It was a great reason to get mad. It was a reason where you're like, fuck this. She was shoehorned into the match and it was like, and she won. Right. And Charlotte gets everything and she snapped and you're like. The, I was there. Yeah. Barclay, it feels like I'm always there right now. <laughs> They'll start doing these events like Tampa's and WrestleMania. Uh, I'll be there. I'll yeah. be there. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, but, uh, right? That made yeah. perfect sense. And then she had a bad attitude when she talked to Edge. You're like, what's my bad attitude? It's because she lost, uh, she became cynical yeah. because of how it works. It's not enough of a meritocracy. And I'm actually succeeding acting like this. Right. Right? Yeah. Tracks. It, it, it tracks. Yeah. So that was successful. Um, so, uh, um, well, I'm trying to think about something else. That was, yeah, that, that, that you didn't have any other questions. Right. Did you have another question about why she would heal her? Okay, let's talk about Rhonda. When Rhonda yesterday decided to, I think, heel turn. Uh -huh. I'm not even sure if it's a heel turn or more of just like a, I'm fed up. You're, you're like, uh, uh, like, had kind of like a, uh, y'all gonna keep fucking around? Turn me back to the real me or whatever. You know what I mean? She yeah. had like that kind of. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. she had like a forgot about Dre uh, uh -huh. moment. Uh, did you understand why? Um, I mean, not a. In that moment, it happened. Oh right, yeah. Um, I mean, I don't know. Do, I mean, you can say yes. I'm actually trying to figure this out. We're, we're being heady. Yeah, we're I don't, being heady. I don't. I don't know. I don't know that I did. Well, Stephanie gave the belt. <laughs> we we just went through this, like, yeah. but right, she gave the belt. She was gonna give it to them. She took it back, and then she said she flipped out. She just spouted out a catchphrase: uh, right. uh, no "Screw the man, uh, screw the, the woo, man, damn screw the, the man." Woo. Yeah, and no more Mrs. Nice bitch. Right. No more Mrs. Nice. What was something bitch. else I loved? I loved when Braun Strowman, when Vince took the title shot away. I loved that it was like, hey. What are you, fl like, flipping, you know, like, breaking my car? Yeah. Forget it. You don't get it. Like that. It was like, oh, yeah. Like, we saw that play out. That made that made sense. Mm -hmm. um, anyway, I'll think of more examples as we go forward. But right now, this is, I, we, WWE should hold themselves to a higher storytelling standard. I mean, it is possible that the writers are turning in stuff that makes sense, and Vince is just like, no. No, I know that's happening. I know so that's somewhere happening. on the floor of a writer's room is a WWE that makes sense. Right. And we're getting 
Vince's veto power to be like, no, this is what I want to do. And it's probably coming at the, it's probably coming because it's like, no, they figured it out. So let's just go this way. So, Randomly, so for for all the people, uh, 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 I'm acting like I got all my. All right, for anyone, let's track. Let's let's track a simpler thing. Yeah, let's track this Kevin Owens, uh, Kofi Kingston thing. Okay, what? So they they nailed this. They storytelling in the match was great, and their re, their match storytelling is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Kofi, then Vince comes out and just puts Kevin Owens in there with no logic, right? Oh, he just says Kevin Owens, like KO. He's more I, qualified. Right. He's just kind of like, Kofi, you're like, I'm sorry, you're just not good enough, mm-hmm. right? Okay, so that's where we're at. So that's, and then Kevin Owens versus uh, Danny Ryan's happening at uh, Fastlane. Fastlane. Cool. So that's where we're at. So let's track this going forward in podcast. How they get Kofi back in, and will it make any sense? Right. Do we see Vince again? Do we need to see Vince again? In my mind, yes, yeah. we do. All right. Anyway, I talk. We talked about this for a while, but uh, um, yeah, I'm I'm a math guy. I'm a writer brain. Well, I I'm like, well, if you win this title shot and you and you get suspended, these one, well, it's saying these one lines. Yeah. So all we needed was a line just being like. I don't. Your rumble is now. It's for what you did with suspension. Here's the deal. We're gonna reinstate you for Ronda. We're doing this for Ronda because she's a star, not because anybody likes you or admires your uh, uh, your actions here. The fans like you. That's not. We're not doing this for the fans. Right. We're doing this for Ronda, and that's it. Because of that, you lose your Royal Rumble win. We're cutting your purse a little bit, um, and uh, and you're gonna wrestle Charlotte Flair at. Fast lane. Yeah. And 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 so the stipulation on it is kind of unnecessary, but whatever. So then Charlotte beats uh Becky and then gets put in the triple threat into a triple threat mania, right? That's what's gonna That's happen. what's happening. That's what yeah. all right, whatever. All right, we have talked this to death. It's just it's it's a little off. And I hope this is why it requires stuff that's stuff stuff that is close. Things that are close mm-hmm. require the most analysis. You know what I'm saying? Oh my wow. God, Sarah Classbold back in studio, right when we're transitioning. Uh, Sarah's here because we're going to record our skyscraper episode, but we're in the current episode. I told her to come in uh, uh, if she's early. Uh, 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 what's up? Uh, not much. I'm excited about skyscraper. And, oh, um, we talk about history again? Because uh, no, <laughs> no, I'm going to talk about wrestling, and uh, uh, you're not going to probably know anything I'm talking about here, but. Uh, all right, all right. Let's blow through. All right, let's get a let's get a cash in. Cool. Yeah. All right. What up, Jabroniac? It's Pitch Mister Perfect. Skyler. Oh, no, nice. I'm calling in, cashing in with a couple a uh, couple tepid takes. Nothing too hot today. Um, but um, I kind of wanted to talk about the slight break in kayfabe this week uh, in a couple spots. Uh, one being Triple H. Um, I, I really like this promo. I know some people were online or on the group were, weren't loving it, saying that he has to resort to that kind of uh, style and uh, Richard, Richard Fleer stuff just to kind of gain that face heat. But I think he did it really well. I actually loved where he went with it all. Uh, but, you know, he almost went as far as to call himself Paul in the ring, which kind of would have been fine if he's going for it mm-hmm. fully. Um, you know, talking about Batista's, promo saying that it's bad guy 101 uh you know this is going to be no characters 
and, and stuff like that's, uh, you know, fine, I guess, when, when Roman Reigns comes out and makes his horrible announcement and has to say, hey, my real name's Joe, this is what I'm dealing with. But now we're using it in angles. I know it's been done with CM Punk. It's not like it's never been done before, but I just found it interesting, haven't seen it in a while, and I feel like I'm seeing it more lately. Uh, uh, even uh, Kevin Owens and Daniel Bryan calling each other's kind of like gimmicks. They didn't say the word gimmick, but calling each other lowbrow. It just feels like a comment on something that yeah, breaks case a bit. It doesn't bother me. Just kind of wanted to point it out, open it up for discussion. Um, another random thing, Charlotte dealing bask in my glory. Yeah. Okay, thanks, Keith. I'm sure, like, that's not – I would be upset if I was Keith Lee. Uh, but she's on the main roster. She's the queen. She might be the GOAT. Uh, I guess you can get away with it. I just feel like, why? But, uh, oh, uh, Oh, this is unprofessional. I got my, my lawyers actually calling me, so I'm going to actually cut this short because I have to take this. And by the way, Dan, have you ever reached out to my lawyer like we talked about? Uh, well, I, I should go, but um, I'll call back next week with a spicier take and a longer take. I uh, hope you enjoy it. Uh, uh, okay, I'm going to take this. Cheers up. Yeah, cheers, cheers up. up. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I didn't. Uh, yeah, I mean, I thought that was all... Good stuff, and uh, I think I think it's so. I have, I mean, I do have. One. I think that yeah. I was gonna say I was gonna send this over to you because yeah. this is your peeve, right? With like Cena, you hate when Cena is like above it, and so him saying like "bad guy one on one" kind of undercuts it. Yeah. Um, for some reason, this wasn't as bad as like the when John Cena does it to me, because I think when John Cena does it, it's like there's somebody in the ring with him, and it would be the same as if you're on like an improv stage. And someone's like, here's the pizza you ordered. And he's like, that's not a pizza, you moron. That's a book or whatever. You're right. And you're stupid, right? That's the way John Cena does it. He's like, he's, he's, it, he's like undercutting the person in real time. Uh, this Paul, uh, or yeah, Paul Levesque, breaking character, uh, I didn't mind and I liked it. And I, but I don't understand the comparison to Roman breaking character. Because Roman breaking character, to announce that he has leukemia. By, by Skyler? It, this is not just his opinion. I've oh. seen this opinion around. Uh, <clears throat> and somebody posted about it on the, the Facebook page. They were saying that, like, oh, you know, uh, Triple H is using the same kind of, like, face heat tactic that R Roman used to, to when he announced he had leukemia. And it's like, well, first of all, that wasn't a face heat tactic. He was dropping his name his character because right. he was announcing he has cancer. That's one, that's one thing. And that doesn't line up one-to-one -one with me with... Triple H being like, no characters, I'm talking to you as a person, we're going to fight for real. That's just him selling the match. Right. So I don't I don't have a problem with him breaking character, and I think it was great. It seemed it seemed uh, legit, like he was really angry. I, I'm really into it, but, and, and, and he was saying these are tepid takes. I, I think yeah. I'm really into Batista, Triple H having like a really personal match. Yeah, me too. I, I think I'm really into that and, and making it personal over... Flair, I thought was pretty cool. Yeah, it was hard to believe that Batista would beat up Flair. Yeah, like I thought it was cool, but you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, well, they're just they're. I mean, Triple H wants to be the fucking mega hero in yeah. that. And also, but do do I, Batista probably wanted to come back heel because of what happened last time? Yeah, which by the way is five years ago already when Batista left. Yeah, that not feel like five years. It's fucking crazy, but it was pre Guardians of the Galaxy. So, but Batista left. And uh, and 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 when he came back last time as a face, it didn't work at all because right. of the Daniel Bryan stuff. So he's like, and he claims, "Oh, I should have, I knew they should have brought me back as a heel, 
You know? Yeah. And I think they're they're, they're teasing that, right? Because that's kind of why Triple H is like, we know what you said on the internet. We know. And that's why you come and play in Bad Guy 101. It's like, of course, you want to be the bad guy here, but you took it too far. Right. I kind of dig that. But I, I, uh, uh, but I feel like Batista is so ripe for being a face. Everybody loves him now. Yeah, yeah. And I guess they they think that Triple H is going to be the good good guy. I mean, obviously, that's what I'm saying. But I I don't think he's ever going to read as a pure good guy no. in, in in such a role of authority in the uh, uh, no? no. Yes. Oh, I I don't watch uh, a lot of wrestling. Yeah. I, Triple H could never be just the good guy. No. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. He's a piece of, Someone he, you idolize. Someone. No, he I, said uh, that. He actually <laughs> said that. Like, but anyway, I thought it was um, cool. I actually thought Batista's acting was so good in That's that one clip. That's what I was going to say is I want him... Like, let's let Batista be a heel because now he has acting chops and it's just... It's easy. It's more fun to play a heel. And also, he... Actually, he said, oh, that you were going to come play bad guy. Wanna, Triple H... Pulse, Triple H is amazing on the microphone. Yeah. Let's just say that. He's fantastic. And he gets better as he gets older or whatever. But I actually thought they didn't really need to go this way because I thought Batista set up this cool thing where he's like, oh, you're going to play by uh, play the game by my rules. I was yeah. like, oh, he's going to go kind of like a like a like a like a action movie. Yeah, that felt like an action movie. Right. Yeah. I was like, he's going to go kind of the like saw route or right. something or like, you know, like something where it's just like, ah, you don't know when I'm going to come. Like now I'm a big star. Yeah. And now I'm bigger than you, Triple H. I have more money than you. Which is not true, right? It probably it might be. Triple H is richer than Batista. I don't know. I Batista's in two fucking Marvel. I know, movies. but Triple H has like is married to Stephanie McMahon. I mean, what are we talking about? Are we talking about liquid assets here or what are we talking? Uh we're talking about net worth. I'm saying net worth. I think Batista has it. I think liquid Batista has more liquid okay, cash yeah. <laughs> than Triple H, but we're talking inheritance. Oh right, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're but he has uh, like more star power, like uh, Batista. Batista. Batista for sure, because he's been in the Marvel movies. Yeah. Triple H is someone who I know and have known for years and years. Yeah, like he's a name you like. Uh, kids in like high school and college were wearing Triple H shirts. I think it's interesting because I bet tons of. Fans now, like young fans, are like, "Oh my god, it's Drax!" Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they don't even yeah. know him at all as a wrestler. They're like, "It's so cool, Drax is gonna wrestle." Yeah, you know. So I, I, I have no idea. I think we'll find out how their star power plays out, like in the coming month. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I actually don't know. Plus, you got to factor in that chaperone money. That's yeah, big yeah, time chaperone oh, money. And, uh, I still was flicking through my phone the other day, and uh, and uh, I passed the picture of that photoshopped oh, <laughs> photo. <yeah. laughs> There's this picture in it where like Triple H is like in jail, and he has like a, one picture of his family, and he opens it up to look at it, and they show like an insert shot of it, and it's clearly like. Uh, the girl's yearbook picture and, and a separate picture of the mom, like the actors, just put next to each other. They're not touching each other. It's like two yearbook photos, and they just put like a background of the woods. Yeah. <laughs> the lighting like, is like horribly off. It's really funny. It's, yeah, it's like Annabeth Gish wearing yeah. like... Uh, like a yeah, like a dress for her for her high right. school senior photo, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then it's like a picture of a random little girl and like the beach or something. <laughs> yeah, but I thought that uh, yeah, it is like and and yeah, Charlotte's saying that's pretty reckless, but I bet that just slipped out of her mouth. Yeah, um, and uh, yeah, there's some good takes in there. I mean, and uh, no, I haven't. I didn't. <laughs> I forgot we talked about uh, Skyler's lawyer. I haven't oh, talked yeah. to him. Um, yeah, yeah. All right, 
A uh, couple things. I know. Uh, uh, what, uh, look. So this week, uh, I mean, this is the Comedians of Wrestling podcast. I think we got to address the comedian aspect, which is uh, right. we have special guest correspondents for WrestleMania, which will be uh, SNL's own Michael Che and Colin Jost. And I got to say, they were uh, funny on Raw, I thought. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> It's hard. It's sure. hard. Yeah. I gotta tell you, that is a fucking hard going into the belly of the beast. They were smart to be like, Colin doesn't know wrestling, right? So like, he's gonna do it wrong. And I thought the first segment was funny. He puts on a Mets hat in Philly, yeah, and then and it's like, and then Stephanie's like, look, uh, you know, I gotta talk. Yeesh, I gotta talk to you. We got a broader audience here. You can't really bring your own. <laughs> you know what I mean? They yeah. were kind of joking, which is like, you gotta play to these idiots. Yeah, you know yeah, what I yeah, mean? Yeah. And che, they didn't really sell that Che is a big mark. I don't know if you know that. Like, Michael Che is, like, front row at wrestling. Right. And I've, like, uh, yeah. Uh, anyway, these guys are funny. Um, and uh, I thought they had a really funny moment where they walk by EC3, who is completely tan yeah. and spraying himself uh-huh. in the mirror. And they're oh, like, oh, that, they're like, they just walk by him in the hallway. Yeah. And they're like, that's fucking weird. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, and I think Michael Che was like, "Is that shoe polish?" Uh, like on his body. Oh right. So, anyway, nice. um, yeah, I thought it was cool. They're gonna be the correspondents. Doesn't seem totally necessary to me. Uh, I hate when they bring in celebs to do uh-huh. stuff. Um, these are nice guys. I've met these guys before, so good for them for yeah. working. Always good to have comedians working, but uh, don't really need the worlds to collide there, but uh, until it's me. <laughs> and then when it is me, I love it. I think we need it. We need it. We need more of it. <laughs> anyway, my Trump's gone. It is. It's gone. It's just <laughs> Going to the drone zone. Um, yeah. All right. Let's address... Two more big things and a bunch of small, tiny things, and then we'll get into Skyscraper. What do you say? All right. Hell yeah. Um, uh, Sarah, you approve? Uh, of Skyscraper? We're <clears throat> into it. Yeah. I'm in, the, I'm in the last 10 minutes, right? Wow. <laughs> you're in the spice uh, zone, I would say. Yeah, you're in the spice zone is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> so, let's see, so Kevin Owens was inserted into this Daniel Bryan story. Yeah. Okay? And I got to tell you, he was so over yeah. on SmackDown. He, Kevin Owens is a face. The crowd loved him. I mean, where were they at? I almost Pittsburgh? was like, I almost had the feeling I was like, hey, Vince really. That's a good thing he did that. Yeah. that uh, they were in Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh yeah. which is a shitty, is a shitty, it's a shitty city. It's a shitty. We shit. We called it Shittsburgh. Yeah. Remember they had a, they had a uh, a bad outing, and I felt like they were making up for it. Well, I just don't like Pittsburgh or the people that live there. Well, I'm saying in Pittsburgh, they. Uh, I thought they were a hotter crowd than Philly, to be honest. Well, I mean, respectfully disagree with you. On Monday, they were in Philly. Yeah, and I felt like they, uh, the Philly crowd, I felt like was not well, giving me exactly what I wanted, Philly, especially for Ricochet and Alistair. Comparatively speaking, uh, you know, Philly is a higher IQ area. It's easier to please the Schittsburgians, you know, so it's, you know, they see game? bright lights. They're like, hey, I'm cheering. It's, you know, <laughs> okay. it's a good thing. It's, there's a lot of. Listen, don't shoot on Pittsburgh right now. You don't know what's going to happen. You might, you might get an angle slam. Uh, uh, but he was so over, and him and Daniel Bryan, who, by the way, I think Daniel Bryan is the doing the best work on all shows right now. I think Daniel Bryan, I would rank as the in power rankings. I put him as the number one wrestler in WWE right now. Yeah. Yes or no? Yeah, yeah. I mean, all, all the way down to that part at the end when he's like crouched on the ramp with Rowan. Yeah, looking like terrified. Loved it. Yeah, it's amazing. 
I, I think he's doing fucking amazing work. Oh, I want to talk about the Daniel Bryan in terms of justification. Yeah. Daniel Bryan, uh, we're going back to our justification talk. Daniel Bryan, when he turned and started talking about the planet, mm -hmm. it didn't really make any sense. Uh -huh. But then we bought into it over time. He made it work. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, uh, 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 for time's sake, I won't get into that. But when him and Owens were going back and forth, that was the loosest conversation, like the loosest back and forth promos I'd seen. Daniel Bryan was interrupting him a couple times. He was like, oh, I'm on my couch. And he was yeah. like, yeah, where you belong? And they, these guys have snapped into a feud in a way where I was like, this is perfect. It's like the fat guy versus the guy who's like all about consumerism and yeah. consumption, who's disgusted by a guy like Kevin Owens, who's yeah. like kind of like a bowling with his kids, like a Midwest dad, yeah. <laughs> even though it's not what he is. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, I loved when he was on an, uh, a commentary. And yeah. he like stands up and he's like, that's why he had two knee surgeries because he's lazy. He doesn't take care of his body. It's yeah. not because he's been putting himself through the ringer. I thought that was fucking great. Yeah. Dave Bryan just ripping on him and he was like, well, where you belong? Yeah. And uh, 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 I, I thought that was really great. And I like Owens being like, I don't like people think they're better than other people. Like, that's enough. I, yeah. Really, really. Is, it's almost, yeah, that's like. Not only is it enough, that's like rich. Yeah. Yeah. And he feels like that's how Kevin Owens would actually feel. He yeah. feels like that kind of guy. These guys have really clicked very fast in mm -hmm. a way where I expect Owens, uh, I expect when Vince watches those guys give such a like fluid promo bouncing off each other, but still supporting each other on the, in the skeleton of the, of, of the conversation of the promo. Uh, I, I expect them not to, uh, removed Owens from this right? Uh, just based on this week. Um, I thought that was really good. I thought this was an amazing week for promos in general. Uh, I thought that Triple H, his promo we said was great. Owens I, I thought was great. Daniel Bryan was great. I thought Charlotte was pretty fucking good. Samoa Joe was amazing on the mic and won the, the U.S. title. Yeah. I don't, like that, really he, exciting. I don't like that he pinned Andrade for it, but uh, yeah, been whatever. Our truth was really funny. <laughs> and <didn't>, um, <laughs> what did he say? R-Truth, uh, and he was like, well, first of all, he calls John Cena his childhood hero. Yeah. They're like the same age. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and R-Truth yeah. might be older, uh, and, uh, and then he's like, I've done this once, and I'm tired. He's like, yeah. he's like, John Cena used to do a challenge every week? I'm tired. I did it once. I'm exhausted. Very funny. I thought that was really funny. Did you see his video of him being acting uh, like being yes. like a toy in oh like Walmart? Oh, my God. Yeah. Class, but look it up. You'll love it. Can't wait. <laughs> um, um, anyway, so I thought that was good. Here's what I want to say about, first off, Owens. That is, Joe, Samoa Joe's winning the U.S. title is so exciting for WrestleMania. Because we'll have a Joe, I don't know who's going to be in that match, but uh, it'll be great. Yeah. I think, I something made me think it might be Cena. Uh, yeah, how? Why? Because he said, he mentioned Cena. Yeah. Like, uh, R Truth was talking about Cena, and then oh, it made Joe mention right. Cena in the promo. I oh, think. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's a perfect spot for John Cena, a Joe Cena feud. Yeah. For where, the U.S. title, where Joe wins. Yeah. 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 Or if I mean, look, if Cena wants to come back and do a U.S. title run, that's my favorite John Cena. Uh, so yeah. like, just doing open challenges every week. So I'm cool with it, but um, I bet he, I bet Joe would win. Yeah. I hope okay. So. so I don't like the stunner on Kevin Owens. What? Hot take. That's a very hot take. I, I don't think, I he doesn't feel like, like. I think it was a great stunner. No, it, no, it the stunner awesome. was great. He gave a great stunner. But there's something about it where 
Like it, I, I'm not. I, it's it's like he doesn't feel like the guy. Becky was the person to be doing sure. the stunner. Okay, she should be doing the stunner. Right. It was so obvious. Becky should, to take the stunner for women would have been so fucking great. I agree. That just I, I say it over and over. Would have been great. Owens, it feels like he's just getting. He he he's so great, but I don't know. It doesn't feel like his move. Right. The pop up power bomb was great. I thought for him. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I mean, I don't agree with any of your points except for it would have been better if it went to the. It would be better to take that that move for the women. He doesn't feel like everything else is completely wrong. It doesn't it? Doesn't I don't know. I, I'm not feeling it. I'm not feeling it. All right, maybe it's not for you. But I I didn't feel really when Seth did the pedigree either. Sure, you know what I mean. So oh, I, well, I, I might like, not like. I might not just like. Oh, I just do the stunner now. But again, if I was Kevin Owens. I would do the stunner. Right. So I can't really knock him. And Kevin Owens is fantastic. Bro, if I, was a, way, if I was a wrestler, I would be sitting up like The Undertaker. I would be oh, doing so yeah, much absolutely. shit and just getting in trouble. Oh, stop be, doing their moves. Like, ah, you're not going to stop me. Absolutely. I mean, uh, you know, it's a, it, it, of course, yeah. all my moves would just be I'd a be classic move set. Every week. Sharpshooter. I wouldn't think of any moves. People's elbow would be maybe my finish. All <laughs> your moves are just <laughs> other wrestlers finishing moves. Yeah, absolutely. It's also the same way of like if something uh, new gets invented for yeah. like basketball or football right. and it's like, oh, this is a cool new move or play, you can't like patent it. Oh, like, right. No, that's, I'm the only one who does this very cool play that works. Yeah. <laughs> right. But, uh, in, yeah. Like, it, only the Jets can do a Hail Mary. <laughs> in, in wrestling, people get very, they're like, that's his move. Yeah. You know, it's like, oh, no. They, yeah. You get legit heat. Like yeah. if you do somebody else's move and like you don't clear it. Like you're, there's gonna be words. Um, Randy Orton in small doses is amazing. Yeah, he is the king of the small dose. <laughs> he, listen, if you get Randy Orton, literally just popped into AJ's promo and just said like, uh, "What did he say?" I know what he said. He said, um, "All lives matter." He said, "All lives matter." That's what he said. That's what he was thinking. Yeah. Very chill. But he said, <laughs> he was like, "You're already like." Uh, Fuck, I forgot what. Anyway, AJ said something that was like kind of modest. Yeah, yeah. Okay, and like, and then Randy Orton was like, "Yeah, now I see why it took you 15 years to get here," <laughs> and then just walked away. Yeah. He just says, "Well, you should just do insults out of nowhere. Everything yeah, should yeah. be out of nowhere. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Tipping out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Randy Orton left me a 50 percent tip. Yeah. Like, <laughs> out of uh, nowhere. Yeah, and um. I would. I will deem in terms of uh, Hounds of Merch merch corner. I'm going to deem the Beast Slayer shirt buyable merch. Okay. The uh, Seth Rollins shirt. Uh, I think it is. Uh, so the Beast Slayer great shirt. Beast Slayer shirt is hereby recognized as official buyable buyable merch. Yeah, that's a buyable merch, yeah. and that's a shirt. When we're talking about Crunch Tech, sometimes you got to bite the bullet and go yeah. Crunch Tech. This is a shirt that I'm going to bite the bullet and go crunch tech. Even though right now I'm rocking a Seth Rollins mineral wash uh, in yeah. true. Uh, uh, Sarah, how would you describe this shirt? Uh, and how do you feel about the shirt, honestly? Or, Be honest and feel free to insult the shirt. Okay. And, and, and as a final bonus, mm -hmm. what major American retailer do you think this shirt could have been purchased from? Absolutely. Okay. Um, you look like you're wearing a shirt that like a ten year old boy would wear, because <laughs> it's like gray, but it's like it's um it's like stone washed gray. Yeah, yeah it's marble. Um, it's marble. Actually, it's, it's mineral. It's yeah. of itself. Yeah, it says "Burn it down." There's a bunch of fire on it. Yeah. Um, I mean, 
I'm not saying it's not cool. <laughs> I'm just saying. Sounds like somebody likes it. <laughs> Listen, I own too many cat shirts to uh, insult anyone's <laughs> wardrobe ever. <laughs> so would you, here, here's what I say. Oh. Would you, wait, wait, wait. Let's see what drops I got oh, for yeah. this. What, would major, you, what major retailer do you think you could purchase this from? Um, you could get this from like a Kmart or a Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's so Kmart. Nailed it right on the first All one. Right. <laughs> okay, would you... Oh God, I need something. I need an affirmative. Uh, the, all right. Would you... All right. Would you love this shirt or would you burn it down? <laughs> Burn it down or love. <laughs> we'll, yeah. uh, we'll work on this segment going forward. Okay. Sarah? And love means like I would wear it? Yeah. Um, and burn it down means I would set it on fire? <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's either wear it or set it on fire. <laughs> and yeah. I've seen some cool wrestling shirts, but I'm going to burn this down. Um, oh, wait. Hold on. I got to redo that. Wait, oh, no, no not Siri. Siri. <laughs> oh, no, but, and you could also Siri it. Would okay. you like to Siri it? <laughs> Would I ask Siri about it? <laughs> well, you can ask Siri about it. Love it or burn it down. Okay, I'm going to ask Siri to burn it down. Okay. Siri, can we burn it down? Siri sucks. Siri. This bit is Siri, can so I well. burn it down? <laughs> Wow, we guys, if we're doing, we're asking Siri stuff, we went full drive time. Yeah. I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody. Get back in the morning. Johnny got it in the morning. He's got it. Do you have it? Okay. <laughs> All right. You want to do a talk up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, ready? All right. All right, what's everybody listening to KWRP? We got John Michaels in the studio. It's too short. Yeah, it's too, too short. short. Give me. Oh, you want a long one? Yeah, yeah. All right, but you you have to do. All right, you have All to right. commit. Ready? All right. Yeah, you're listening to 94 WISP, home of the Eagles. At five on the hour, we got AJ Styles. He's gonna be talking about the Earth. It's flat. Tune in for traffic later. It's so fucked up because. Their songs don't follow musical no. rules. It's very frustrating. There's so many weird rests because they're waiting for the person to like, they have to give them time to get out and like pose and all this. Uh -huh. So there's always like weird rests and quarter rests. And like wrestlers stack. are not generally going to pose like on the beat. No. Right. It took Seth Rollins, no bullshit, like yeah. three years before he figured out the like, boom, like motion <laughs> on his song kicking in. He kept like coming in. Better, <laughs> he should have known better. True. All right, Sarah, you want one? You want to do talk up? Uh, what's a talk up? <laughs> so it's like I play a song and you talk until it's the music starts. Okay, about anything. Yeah, Great. yeah, yeah. Ready? Okay, okay. Okay. Ready? Give, a, give a call sign and then yeah. What's up? You got class beyond the bones. That's right, class is playing the piano. <laughs> She's got songs about cats. You know what? Oh, it was me. <laughs> People call the piano it's the bones. Plus B. Yes. I love that. Maybe. Gonna, oh, gonna hit man. the bones real quick. All right, everybody. I do not play piano. Coming out. Yeah. You're listening to 94 Eagle, where we talk about American politics. Later yeah. on, we got Rush Limbaugh, and we're gonna talk about the wall. <laughs> Is there a point in which this song starts? This song already dropped. <laughs> All right, ready? Yeah. Everybody, welcome to... 
the funeral. <laughs> Whoa. Oh, okay. I'm glad I didn't go there. Hey, anyway, guys. Could you uh, give a better, hey, like a hey. more heartfelt speech, please? Oh, sorry. Hey, guys. Welcome to Michael Jackson's career. Oh, oh he's wow, already dead. Cheapy. He's already yeah. dead. Yeah, cheapy. It's cheapy. cheapy. I mean, we're going full drive time. Yeah, we're true. going drive time anyway. Anyway. Shame. How dare I talk about the dead pedophiles? But all right. Uh, Should have known better, dude. Okay. Look. Uh, <laughs> all right. Okay. Anything else? Went, oh, so we had a Shield reunion this week. We, we pretty much have to cover that, yeah. just to say. But um, you know, whatever. I don't. I don't. I'm not comfortable sharing how I feel about this stuff yet. Yeah. I feel like one thing I thought was cool. There was a guy in a Shield shirt in the crowd. And, like, there's no chance he knew he was seeing the shield that night. Right. You know what I'm saying? So that was pretty cool that that happened. I'm not a big Ambrose fan. I, even though I know Reigns is in remission, I wouldn't have brought him back till after WrestleMania. Right. I, I, I don't love Reigns being around Rollins right now. Like, yeah. Rollins is right now in his, whenever he's around, it, it reminds you that, he He's there him. for this reason, yeah. you know, and it's not anybody's fault or anything. And I'm not saying I don't want Reigns to be better, right. but I'm like, let's Rollins do his thing, man. Yeah. He doesn't need to be buried behind Reigns anymore. It's a mistake we made for too many years. Yeah. I will say this, but though. I get it. I will say this. Yeah. Roman Reigns with dry hair instead yeah. of the wet hair. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he looked gorgeous. Gorgeous. He looks gorgeous. Gorgeous. Why do people have wet hair? Uh, like I think it's to thing. keep out of their eyes, is That's what, what I think. I've heard, yeah. okay. I think it's just like okay. then it's more controlled. They that can just sense. give like a flip back and it's it's done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It but is gross. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's nobody likes it. No. Especially because every time my hair is wet, even... I can't wait till it's not wet. And wait. these wrestlers are just like. It's showtime, baby. Yeah. Wet me up. <laughs> it may not even be water is the thing. Like, I think it might be baby oil, sure. and, and that's even worse. Sort of Maybe a cow mania. Yeah. We'll ask Dolph Ziggler live oh, yeah. uh, Saturday, April 6th. I mean, I that guy has so many follicles per square inch, it's insane. Unbelievable. Yeah. He's older than me, and the guy is, I mean, he's not lost anything. No. That's unbelievable. Maybe uh, it's a beautiful hairpiece. <laughs> yeah, you guys, you I heard would, it here second. I, I would be wearing a piece. I would be heartbroken to find that out. <laughs> Look, the only piece he is, is a piece of ass. Let hey, me tell you. Hey, hey coming at you. No, no, Rock. We're not talking. It's not always about you, okay? It's about some of the current guys, okay? What is, you know, The Rock, <laughs> if you smell what I'm cooking, it's so bad. Yeah. <laughs> the fact Do that you, think you he came up with that when he was like making breakfast one day and he's like, Hey, babe, you smell what I'm cooking? I, I, hey, wait. <laughs> I honestly don't know. Have you ever seen it? I have never seen an interview with him it, where he acknowledges that. It is It is so fucking crazy. Yeah. I mean, well, it I mean, might be the worst catchphrase in wrestling. other phrases, though, like that. Are you picking up what I'm putting down? Are you like, you know. Like, yeah, but I love it so much. You smell what I'm cooking. You understand what I'm but saying? It's, it's about cooking. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. it's like if you smell what I'm cooking, I know what it means. Yeah. Would you like it if he if his phrase instead was "What's cooking good looking"? <laughs> yeah, I would love that. I guess it kind of works for him because the Rock's whole thing was like, if you smell what I'm cooking, is kind of like it, it. It is like it. It is like. He's so good that at the end you're like, oh, yeah, I smell what you're cooking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, know what I mean? like, you know what I mean? You're kind of like, you're like, you know what? I smell what that guy is cooking. Yeah, but it's he could just do anything. Right. It is. Are you picking up? If are you picking up? 
Well, I'm putting down. <laughs> that really is what it is. Anyway, it is what it is. And let me tell you what it is. I believe it's the end of this podcast. I mean, do we really want to go into Tori Wilson's Hall of Fame induction? No. You have any words on that? Congrats. Uh, yeah. Uh, actually, I do want to play. An, uh, I do want to play. Ooh. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I want to play a Cation. Okay. Okay. Because we had, it looks like we had somebody who was at Raw. Gobble Weed Dream. Here. Gobble Weed Dream. Gobble Weed Dream, a.k.a. the ultimate spoken word warrior, a.k.a. Wow. author 316. I just want to cash in to talk about an experience from this past Monday's Night Raw. I'm talking, of course, about the Raw women's title picture. I mean, oh, this is about it's that. like Ronda turned the complete 180. This this work shoot shit is working for me. And uh, I just know you guys are going to dissect it to an unhealthy degree. Oh. All right. Peace, y'all. <laughs> Cheers up. Cheers up. Yo, actually, this What a guy, great cash in. It was nice and concise. Yo, I forgot to say this because we got so caught up in the writing. Yo, Ro Okay. We talked about this last week. Do we have to do the back and forth with Rhonda? Right. Well, first off, two things. One thing, I saw an article where she acknowledged her uh, speech apraxia, yeah. I believe it's called. And just hearing that is enough for me to give her full leeway on the microphone. She has an actual disability. Yeah. And she's like really proud of her progress. And also, she's fucking amazing <laughs> at everything else. So it's great. And this is a perfect example. When she decided, I don't, look, the logic was hairy. I didn't understand why she like, was like, oh, you know what? I, fuck this business. I'm going to beat everybody up, even though I'm going to like it. When she was beating up on Becky, wow. Yeah. That was insane. She was just, they literally probably went backstage. She was like, I'm going to fucking pelt you. Yeah. You could hear the punches. You heard this. Mm -hmm. She was beating the shit out of Becky. She has such control over her punches. That's why she has the best punches in wrestling, as far as I'm concerned at the moment. So she was probably, yeah, like, I'm going to hit you like 50%. You heard skin. You yeah. heard the thuds yeah. of landing, landing punches. And it only helps both of them. It makes Becky look like a fucking million bucks. Yeah. She got to where she was in the first place by bleeding. Yeah. It's like, and she's actually taking thuds. The storytelling of Becky being like so beat up going to Mania and showing nowhere, yeah. that is great. Yeah. So don't get this mistaken. Like Becky, every, she hits people with the crutches, but like, let's not be fooled. Like she is injured yeah. and she's just being too cool for school about it. But those thuds, exciting. Let's see Ronda do it. I just, I don't really need her to be like a heel. So I hope it doesn't really go there. But she did say like, screw you. Anyway, she's selling the shirts on her website. It was a big thing, and they're terrible. Oh, Don't buy those. That Very in terms bad. of a merch corner, those are not buyable merch. No. I wouldn't even buy those if they were at Kmart. I wouldn't buy those to uh, put a fire out with them. Um. Uh. Okay. And. Man, I don't want to get into that. But I will say, Asuka, I guess, is wrestling Mandy Rose. If a doctor Rhodes. said to me, your mom will die if you don't buy these shirts from Ronda Rousey, I'm going to say, how long does she have? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, what are they doing with Asuka at Mania? <sighs> She's wrestling Mandy Rose, I believe, yeah. at Fastlane? Yeah. They don't give a fuck about her. It's a shame. No. It's a shame. It's a real shame. Because uh, she has, I mean, did you see her literally yell at 
Sony Deville in Japanese. Yeah. And the yelling in Japanese was enough to knock Sony Deville backward. She was like so overwhelmed by being yelled at that she like fell right. over. This, this I love is a it. symptom of just too many titles. Like right. I get it. It like I, I don't really like miss Oscar segments. I'm not like, where are they? Like, can you imagine if there was another like women's title feud going on? Like it's almost like Seth and Brock, that's like on hold, so it kind of helps you focus on the one thing. So, right. anyway, there's a lot of stuff. Uh, we're gonna it looks like Ricochet and Alistair are gonna be a tag team, and uh, Becky, Charlotte was completely fine not commenting on the fact that Batista assaulted her dad. <laughs> she, she didn't even bring that up, at that all. didn't even bother yeah. her at all. All right, everybody, that's everything for this week. Um, and um, remember, Cow Mania coming up Saturday, April 6th. Um, you know. Let's see where this goes, you know. Yeah. Uh, 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 but Letterman is going to be on the podcast here this week. I'm going to let him on because he is the champion. I've he's made him the here? champion. No, he's going to be on the podcast announcing oh, yeah. who he's going to be uh, re- giving the first title shot to at apparently at letter a competing show Lettermania at Stout, which is happening also Saturday, April 6th at the same time. Um, in Manhattan, so we'll have that. And uh, but you can get your tickets for Calmania right now, which can be a better show than that piece of shit Lettermania show. Uh, you get them right now at uh, tiny.cc/calmania, or also just look at all the links. Look at Improv Asylum. That's where the show is going to be. Steps, mere steps from ROH with a full bar. Awesome show. Dolph Ziggler is gonna be there. Rate and subscribe to this podcast. Give us five stars. Don't take this podcast for granted because maybe one day we'll Thanos this shit yeah. just disappear I'll fucking I'll, I'll, I'll gauntlet it and it'll be gone because it'll be like you know what I, I don't feel appreciated it will go away yeah. and I know what it's like to sit at a desk and look forward to a podcast every week if that's you and you're not giving back at all this podcast then you were fucking I got news for you you are uh, sentenced to the oh wow interesting your next stop the Jabrones I gotta say <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> uh, and uh, everybody, keep watching wrestling. Kisses. Oh, patreon.com slash comedians of wrestling. Check out our skyscraper episode right now with Sarah Claspel returning a movie that she requested. She has too many cats. Keep watching wrestling. Kisses. <laughs> yep. Comedians of wrestling. This has been a UCB Comedy production. Check out our other shows on the UCB Comedy Podcast Network.